we too must remove to that place where so many great orators, so many noble philosophers, Heraclitus, Pythagoras, Socrates, so many heroes of former days, and so many generals after them, and tyrants, have gone. And in their train, Eudoxus, Hipparchus, Archimedes, and other men of keen natural talents, great minds, great lovers of labor, versatile, confident, mockers even of the perishable and ephemeral life of man, such as Menippus and others like him. Consider of all these that they have long been dust. What harm is this to them, or what to those whose names are quite unknown? Only one thing here is worth much, to pass your life in truth and justice, and show benevolence even to liars and unjust men. When you wish to enjoy yourself, think of the virtues of those who live with you. The activity, for instance, of one, the modesty of another, the liberality of a third, and some other good quality of a fourth. For nothing is so cheering as examples of the virtues exhibited in the characters of those who live with us, when they appear in all possible abundance. Wherefore we must keep them before us. Are you rebellious because you weigh so many pounds less than three hundred? Be not rebellious, then, that you must live only so many years, and not more. For as you are satisfied with the amount of substance which has been assigned you, so be content with the time. Let us try to persuade men to behave reasonably. But for yourself, act even against their will when the law of justice directs you that way. If, however, anyone forcibly obstructs you, Resign yourself to contentment and tranquility. At the same time, make use of his obstruction to exercise some other virtue. Remember that you made your attempt conditionally, that you did not expect to do the impossible. What then did you expect? To make the attempt as you have done, and you have attained your object, even if the things which you were striving to reach are not accomplished. The lover of fame relies on other men's activities for his own good, the lover of pleasure on his sensations. But the man of understanding knows that his own acts are his good. It is in our power to refrain from any opinion about things and not to be disturbed in our souls, for things in themselves have no natural power to force our judgments Accustom yourself to listen carefully to another man's words, and as much as possible be in the speaker's mind. That which is not good for the swarm is not good for the single bee. If the sailors abused the helmsman, or the sick the doctor, would they listen to anybody else, and how then could the helmsman ensure the safety of those in the ship or the doctor the health of his patients. How many of the people who came into the world with me are already gone out of it? Honey tastes bitter to the jaundiced, and water is horrible to a person with rabies, and a ball is a fine thing to little children. Why then am I angry with anyone? 
Do you think that a false opinion has less power than bile in the jaundiced or poison in one who is bitten by a mad dog? No man can hinder you from living according to the reason of your own nature. Nothing will happen to you contrary to the reason of universal nature. What kind of people are those whom men strive to please, and for what objects, and by what kind of acts? How soon will time cover all things, and how many has it covered already? 7. What is evil? It is something you have often seen, and whatever happens, keep this in mind, that it is something you have seen again and again. Everywhere up and down you will find the same things with which histories are filled, in the olden times, in medieval times, and today, repeating themselves in our cities and homes. There is nothing new, all things are familiar, and quickly over. How can our opinions cool down unless the impressions on which they rest are obliterated? But it is in your power continuously to fan your thoughts into a flame. I can have the opinion about anything which I ought to have. If I can, why then am I disturbed? The things which lie outside my mind need have no relation at all to my mind. Be sure of this, and you stand erect. It is in your power to restore yourself to life. Look at things again as you once looked at them, for this will bring you new life. A piece of pageantry, a stage play, flocking sheep and herding cows, exercise with spears, bones cast to puppies, crusts tossed into fish ponds, the laboring of ants over their burdens, the running about of frightened little mice, puppets dancing on strings, all are the same. Your duty in the midst of such things is to show good humor and not a proud air, and to understand that a man is worth just as much as the things about which he busies himself. In conversation you should attend to what is being said, and in 